Welcome to On The Upswing. My name is Kate Potter and I'm a music and wellness industry pro. Every other week, we'll bring you stories and messages about resiliency, bouncing back, and chasing after your dreams. Let's get started. Thanks for joining me on the first episode of On the Upswing. If you've been following me for a while, then you know just how excited I am to be starting this. Uh, I've been dabbling with the idea of YouTube or a podcast for a while now, and I think a podcast felt way more natural to me, um, much more of like a, an audio gal than I am a video gal. So I'm definitely super excited to finally have this going. My entire intention with starting this podcast is to provide a resource for people about how to bounce back. I think we read a lot of, you know, infographics on Instagram or we hear people talk about it. But I think it's really important to interview people who have done just that and who have bounced back and who have persevered. And I think especially during a time like right now, during the pandemic in the two industries that I'm involved in, fitness and health, which, you know, if you follow me, you know my own opinions about the fitness industry, uh, but especially the entertainment industry. I think everyone I've been around and everyone who is a coworker of mine or a peer of mine has had to bounce back to some capacity and it's been, you know, the most inspiring thing for me to watch because that's something I'm super passionate about. And I know that there are so many people out there who could use the kind of tools that have really helped people through a time like this. My goal is to be super candid. I want you guys to get a feel for who I am, how I actually talk, all the ums and all the likes. It might not sound that pretty, but I think um, one thing I really want to bring to a podcast is authenticity and not do like hyper amounts of editing and um, all that jazz. I think it's really important for this to feel real and conversational and like you and I are having a real conversation. And I want it to feel like you're getting in the insides of my brain. And um, I don't know, I just want it to feel real. I feel like I listen to a lot of podcasts and it sounds so overly edited and I can't relate because it sounds so perfect. So I hope that that's relatable for you guys too. So for today, I also want to introduce you to who I am. So I'm 26 years old. I currently live in the Raleigh, North Carolina area, but I'm born and raised from Northern New Jersey as with, I don't know, maybe like 30% of everyone else who lives in this area, but that's besides the point. Um, I have been working in the live entertainment industry about since 2013, 2014. Um, in recent years, I was working doing merchandise and right before the pandemic happened, I had been hired on by Live Nation, sorry, I'm a sellout, um, to be the merchandise manager for two amphitheaters here in the city. Uh, so I was super stoked for that to, you know, finally go through and, uh, yeah, then the world and universe had other plans for me. On the other hand, I'm also a health coach and a life coach with some fitness thrown in. If you've been following me for a while, you would know that I was really into my personal training two years ago. Unfortunately, I've really fallen out of love with the fitness industry. It's 
such a toxic place. Um, it's a lot of misinformation. It's a lot of shame tactics. It's, it's bad. Um, I've done a formal research paper on how it furthers eating disorders. If anyone is interested in reading it, I will be happy to send it to you. But yeah, so I started life coaching about four years ago and that probably came as a shock to a lot of people, uh, who I used to be could not have ever even wanted to go down that path. And it's been a really wild journey for me on, you know, on the topic of resiliency, looking back and seeing all that I've done and how much I shifted in order to walk down that path. Because as I said, I used to not be that person. When I was a kid, every little thing would throw me. And I'm talking about literally every little thing. When I would be at the doctor's office for a finger prick, I'd be hiding under the table uh, if there was a cloud in the sky, you couldn't get me to leave the house because I associated it with a thunderstorm and I was terrified of loud noises. Um, literally, it would be a sunny day out, like maybe one cloud, and I, five-year-old me would be on the brink of a panic attack. Even going into my adolescence, I had a really, really hard time letting things go. And I equate some of it to the fact that I have been in therapy since I was six years old. Um, because of that panic I was explaining about the clouds and the finger prick sort of stuff. So I think I just got accustomed to talking about what was wrong because no one ever showed me how to look at what was right and how to be strong because under a medical scope, you're looking for the problem. The medical model is about let's try to find the problem. And I don't think I ever saw anybody that wanted to instill strengths in me. I especially had this really, really terrible doctor uh, in middle school, and she just loved to tell me everything that was wrong with me. She um, misdiagnosed me multiple times. She would compare me to her son, who uh, had astronomically different issues than me, but I knew her son personally. Um, it was just a lot. She used to say things about how if I'm going to keep going down this path, I'm just going to get worse. But there was nothing about instilling strength in me. There was nothing about healing. It was just all around looking at what is wrong and how can we medicate you more so that way we can fix these symptoms. In early high school, I went through a really traumatic relationship and the ripple effect of it ended up with me getting sent away to a wilderness program and to um, a quote-unquote therapeutic boarding school, which once again, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me talk about it a lot. It wasn't actually a therapeutic boarding school. It was a treatment center that was owned by a for-profit prison system. And, um, you know, I obviously uh, partially came out with more issues than I went in with in different ways. But there are definitely a few notable events that came from this that molded who I am today and why I think resiliency is so, so, so important. When I was in my wilderness program, I read the book, The Four Agreements, for the first time, which, if anyone is familiar, it is a book by an author by the name of Don Miguel Ruiz, and it's about the four agreements that you can make with yourself to reach eternal happiness. So I remember reading this book for the first time, and it was like light bulbs went off, and so much clicked, but it, at the same time, didn't make sense to me because a lot of it was about letting go. It was about not taking things personally. It was about not making assumptions and not being a victim. And that had been the only thing I had learned to do. I felt like I was 
because I believe in the domestication of the human being. Like we learn, I think we are domesticated in certain ways through our childhood. And because of my exposure to, as I said, like this medical model so early on, I think just my agreements with myself was like, I was broken. I'm weak. I can't do things without help. So reading this book was the first time I ever understood I can let go of these stories. I can let go of these things that have happened. And that was the first time I think I I really understood what it meant to bounce back. So I won't get into my full boarding school story, but I will talk about the end of it. I planned for months in escape plan where I went home for my 18th birthday and then I was just gonna refuse to go back. But of course it wasn't that simple. Um, I'll keep a super long story moderately short. The boarding school had convinced my parents to kick me out until I agreed to go back. And I was like, okay, game on. It was right before Hurricane Sandy. So it was, and if you know about Hurricane Sandy in New Jersey, that was no joke. So the fact that I was like, okay, game on during a natural disaster. So after a few days, my parents finally got in contact with someone I was with and they were like, okay, she just needs to come home. And I didn't really trust it, but they promised it was safe. And then Hurricane Sandy hit. And then the next day, they told me that the boarding school had told them that they needed to fill the bed. And they were so sorry because it was clear that it was for the money. I was able to get myself back enrolled into public school. Um, the boarding school was withholding some of my credits. So I worked with the child study team and the guidance team to kind of fib about some of my credits just for the sake of me graduating. And I remember when I graduated, there was this overwhelming feeling of, holy shit, I did it. Like, I did it. And so there were so many things in my life where I felt like I was a victim or I gave up or I let it sway me. And it was this first and very extreme time of seeing this is what happens when you're no shit committed to the things that are important to you and your freedom. The fact that I was able to bounce back and live a moderately normal life my senior year after that entire thing was absolutely bonkers to me looking back especially and especially looking at my patterns as a kid. I mean, to me, that's what resiliency is. In order for me to have lived a normal life, I had to choose to be resilient. And that's the cool thing about resiliency is it's not like a personality trait. It's a skill that you can acquire and you can learn. And that's why I am super excited to have finally started this podcast because as I said earlier, I think this is a skill that everybody gets to learn and everybody gets to master. And I'm super excited to have all the guests on that I have planned on my roster. I'll be having on everyone from pro musicians to pro athletes to people who are involved in the political world. I mean, it's literally someone in every walk of life. But the one thing that they do have all in common is that they have accomplished something extraordinary. They have beaten some kind of odd or they've pulled themselves back up when the, re the going really got tough. Part of the human experience is shit sucking sometimes and we're all gonna have some form of a traumatic event and we're all gonna have some form of a setback and the difference 
among a lot of people is what you then do when those things happen. So that's why I think it's super important for us to hear the conversations of people who have bounced back and who have created super amazing things and who have beaten these odds because I think there are so many people who also deserve that chance who might not have acquired those skills like me when I was a kid. So this episode was meant to be super short and sweet. I just kind of wanted an intro and to set the tone. There will be a new episode every other Tuesday, and starting in two weeks, that's when I'll be having all of my guests. And for anyone who's been interested in my mini course, Why Motivation is Bogus, if you use the promo code UPSWING when you go to the checkout on the link tree in my bio, you will get a discount just for listening to my podcast. Well, thanks for tuning in to the first super short and sweet episode. All the other episodes will definitely be longer than this. I hope you guys have an awesome Thanksgiving week and see you on the upswing. Remember to like and subscribe. See you next time.